Um, the first 30 kilometers was fantastic. It was all of that pent up stress and excitement that I'd had over the last nine months of planning. And then as it got closer and closer, that sort of just compounded. Um, I just unleashed it on that first 30 kilometers and ran most of it, which probably was not the most sensible idea. And my body definitely rejected that idea, you know, setting an almost 30 KP, 30 kilometer personal best at the start of a 600 plus kilometer route is not a very sensible idea. And luckily, um, my body then spent 30 kilometers with quite bad stomach issues. Now, I'm not going to go into too much detail and you can probably get an idea of what, uh, what that was. But I think that was the best thing that could have happened to me because it completely humbled me and it got rid of my ego. Instead of thinking, I'm going to smash this, I'm going to do 120 kilometers a day, I'm going to finish this in four days, I suddenly realized the size of, of what we were doing and the vastness of how much space we had to cross. And by having those problems and, and limiting my speed massively, I suddenly realized that I, my aim is not to set some sort of flag in the ground and say, you try and beat that. My aim is simply to beat that seven days. Whether I do it by a minute or an hour or a day, the only way I'm going to do it is by taking a more sensible, sustainable approach and not sprinting for the first 30 kilometers. So whilst it was quite a painful experience going through these stomach issues and quite, to be brutally honest, quite embarrassing for me um, to be in front of so many people with these issues, it also humbled me and it then defined the strategy for the rest of the, the trip. By the time I got to Ajman, my body had actually seized up and I couldn't walk anymore. I was in such excruciating pain. Everything was tight. It was cold. It was, in, it was coming into um, sort of 10, 11 at night. And suddenly all of those fears, all of those doubts resurfaced because I, I couldn't move. I couldn't move my body forward. I knew I had another 140 or 150 kilometers to go to the end of the challenge, but at that point stood on the side of the road with the traffic going past in, in Ajman and sitting there with my support team, I just thought, I can't, I'm, this is it. I'm, I'm broken, like, like I'm cruel and my mind's still there. I want to carry on, but my, the mechanics of my body just don't work anymore. Afterwards, my support team said that that's when they thought I'd broken. They, they honestly said that they didn't think that I would carry on because I looked in such a state. I wasn't, I wasn't coherent. But I, I was talking, but I wasn't really saying anything that made any sense. It was, it was the worst that, that any of them had ever seen me. And they'd seen me in a pretty bad state over the previous few days. But in my head, I knew that I was going to get up and move the next day. It's just a lesson in, in what we're capable of doing. I think that's what I always wanted from this challenge was to understand who I am as a person. Am I the person that stayed on the floor in my sleeping bag that was warm on the mattress and sleep for another eight hours and then say, oh, well, I didn't do it? Or am I the guy that goes, no, I've had three hours sleep. That's enough. I'm going to get up and I'm going to go and walk this. And I'm going to do this. And I'm going to do it not just for me, but for all of the support people and all of the sponsors and all the supporters and everybody else who's believed in me because I am strong enough. I'm not broken yet. I'm not gone yet. And I did. And I'm so proud of myself for doing that. And I think this is what I've learned about the whole trip is that you have these incredible ups and really deep lows, but nothing is eternal. Nothing lasts forever. I know that if I get up at 3 a.m. and I'm walking for three hours in the dark before the sun even starts to, to, to come up, it's only three hours. And after that, the sun comes up and I feel warm and I feel good and I feel energized. And I think that's a real thing that it's taught me about anything in life is that you know, just keep, keep going and it will get better.
in the same way, if things are fantastic, don't take them for granted because at some point they will turn. In the end, I came into Pajera and I was full of beans. The last 10 kilometers, no pain in my hip, in my shin, the adrenaline was going. All I was focused on was getting to the sea. And I chose to, um, to have uh, my brother, who'd been my, my main support person for the whole time, that he would walk the last kilometer with me. So there we were walking the last kilometer together into the sea, stop the clock, two and a half hours before the deadline for the Guinness World Record. We were unofficially, because it needs to be verified now by Guinness, Guinness World Record holders for the fastest crossing of the UAE by foot. 